When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So I've told a lot of stories on this channel of spoiled kids, but I think today we have the story of the most spoiled kid ever. Subscribe if you like stories and let's call today's subscriber who sent in this story. Let's call him Arnold. So this all happened at a family reunion, and this was a three-day-long event. So on the first day, right, Arnold gets to the family reunion with his parents, and there's a ton of people at this thing. It's like a mul- it's like multiple branches of the family, and there's a one side of Arnold's family that he never really saw. It was like his cousin on his dad's side. They just like his dad and his un- and his brother didn't really talk that much, so he didn't really see them much besides like family reunions like this. So his cousin, right, uh, was the most spoiled kid ever and if you don't believe me just sit around stick tight and you'll hear the story and then you'll 100% agree with me by the end of this so Arnold and his parents walk over to this kind of big field and in this field there's a lot of people there a lot of people from his family and they're cooking up barbecues they got all these tables set up the first day is like an outdoor event and they're all just kind of there they're having like a big barbecue just to like talk to each other see each other kind of like get to know each other again as a lot of people in the family don't really see each other because they live all over the place but they all decided to come together just to kind of like a bit of a, a reunion that they have every 10 years or so so anyways right Arnold and his parents they walk over and they're you know she's carrying Arnold's mom is carrying some big plate of food or whatever and she goes and sees like her aunt and she's like oh where should I put this and she's like oh put it on this table and anyways right Arnold is kind of looking around and he sees like a group of kids because Arnold at this point he's 14 years old and most of the people here are like legit adults they're like 20 30 40 50 whatever but there are some kids here right and he goes over and kind of like hangs out with the other kids that are there and there's like some other people but the main important person that you need to know who is there is Arnold's cousin aka the most spoiled kid ever we're just going to call him the spoiled kid for the duration of this video so anyways right they're all kind of like standing around talking they're having very basic dialogue i i mean like they don't know each other that well. They're not going to be talking about the meaning of life or anything, but they're just kind of chilling. They're having a chill conversation. You know how it is. And for some reason, right, the spoiled kid decides that this conversation talking about like Fortnite or whatever is the perfect opportunity to talk about his dad and how much money his dad makes. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. The spoiled kid was legitimately like, oh, so like my dad just got a promotion yesterday to MD at Goldman Sachs and he's going to be making... 400k a year uh but like all the other kids are like okay man like congrats you really worked hard for that like okay nice like you're really grinding hard for your dad's promotion like bet 
I get it, like, whatever. And the, but the thing is, right, the spoiled kid, uh, you know, uh, Arnold's cousin didn't even notice, or even if he did notice that people weren't really caring, he decided to willfully ignore it and was just like, yeah, so we're going to be going on even more trips and I'm going to be able to get the new Yeezys. And Arnold's like, okay, nice. And he's like, yeah, I bet you guys are a little jelly. And, you know, they're all just like, I mean, like, that's cool, man. Like, I'm, I'm glad someone here's parents are winning, you know? Because Arnold's parents, they, they did fine, but they were very solidly, like, middle class, if not, like, lower middle class. Like, it is what it is, man. He had a good childhood. Like, he was, he, yeah, I don't know. They supported him. They were loving parents. But, yeah, no, his dad was not, like, a managing director at Goldman Sachs trading corn derivatives or anything like that, man. Uh, but anyways, uh, Arnold immediately was like, all right, so I don't like my cousin that much. Much. But maybe, just maybe, he'll find a way to redeem himself, and maybe he's just having a mental episode right now. Maybe that's why he's acting so spoiled. So eventually, right, you know, the barbecue, it was a barbecue, but like the most of the food wasn't ready by the time Arnold got there. So eventually, right, Arnold's uh, uncle or aunt or whatever, right, they're like, all right, uh, it's time to eat, guys. So all the kids run over, and you know, I, I don't know, Arnold gets in line, he picks up a hamburger. Like, you know, it's some good food. Like, it's not like some, you know, five-star delicacy, but, like, he's enjoying it. It's good food. But he looks over at, you know, uh, his cousin, right? Uh, you know, the spoiled kid. Uh, and sure enough, the spoiled kid looks at the food, looks around, and goes, bleh, bleh, bleh. And Arnold kind of looks at him like, are you fine? Like, are you feeling sick? He's like, I'm not feeling sick now, but, like, if I eat this peasant food... I might be feeling sick soon. Arnold's like, dude, like, come on, it's actually pretty good. And he's like, I wouldn't want to put that filth in my body. I would just be like you guys. And Arnold is like, all right, this guy is a complete ass. Like, what, what the heck? Like, why, why do I have, why is he my cousin, bro? Like, what is going on here? Uh, but anyways, right, the spoiled kid actually ends up turning to the family member that was, like, preparing the food and serving it to people and, like, making sure it stayed, like, nice and, like, whatever, right? She was, uh, you know, you know, she was behind there prepping the food, and the spoiled kid goes up to her and says, uh, excuse me? And she's like, yes, uh, I don't know, cousin name, spoiled kid, whatever his actual name was, right? Yes, spoiled kid, like, what's up? And he's like, uh... Do you buy ha by any by any chance, right? Do you happen to have any non-peasant food? <laughs> and, and she was like, "What?" And he's like, "You know, I don't know. I th I just think my 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 stomach can't handle such bar barbaric food like this." She's like, "I mean, I could get you some lettuce." And he's like, "It's fine. It's whatever. I'll just starve." So he goes. He just walks away. And Arnold is just looking at this kid like, "Bro, you can't be serious." Real quick, comment spoiled down below if you want to harden your comment. Secret word of the day is spoiled. Don't take it too personally if I don't get to harden your comment right away. I'm probably going to be pretty busy when I post this video. And also, if you want to support the channel, like, a lot, binge watch my videos. I got playlists in the description. And please, please let me know in the comments if you're doing that, if you're watching a ton of my videos in one sitting, so I can try and personally thank you for helping the channel so much. Anyways, Back to the story. You guys might be thinking, all right, well, he seems like a pretty bratty kid, but is he really the most spoiled kid you've ever told on the channel? And let me just say that day one was nothing compared to day two and day three. So let's skip ahead 
to day two of the family reunion. So anyways, right, this was not outside in the fields anymore. This was not like an outside barbecue. They were going to a restaurant for lunch. And it was, it, look, they had to seat like a ton of people. They're not going to be banging out a ton of money for this. They just kind of went to a, I don't know, kind of more of a diner type restaurant or not dimer, kind of more of like a burger place, like a burger shack or something like that. It wasn't exactly fast food, but it was pretty adjacent to it. I would say similar to like In-N-Out if you've ever been there. But anyways, right, uh, they all get in there and they sit down. And I don't know if your family did this, but my family always had like a kid's table. All the adults would sit together and then all the kids would be sitting at a table and so anyways, right, Arnold and the other people there who didn't suck, and then his cousin, the spoiled kid who sucked big butt, right, uh, they all sat at the same table. And they were looking at the menu, and, you know, the spoiled kid was like, uh, do you guys see any filet mignon? Do you see any, uh, I don't know, beef wellington? Do you guys see any, just listing off more super expensive, super fancy, five-star gold-plated food and stuff? And Arnold looks at the kid and is like, bro, you do realize we're in a burger place. I don't know if I don't know who told you that you're going to be able to get like a filet mignon or like a beef wellington in a burger place. But let me just say that, you know, you're not going to get it. And the spoiled kids like, oh, well, I'll ask, buddy. I, I don't know, man. Whenever someone says buddy with a little bit of attitude, it always makes me so mad. So anyways, right, you know, the waiter comes around and starts asking people for their orders. Arnold gets like, I don't know, their, their like signature burger, whatever, right? Kind of standard. And the spoiled kid is like, waiter, chop, chop. And the waiter's like, all right, man, I'm being paid like eight bucks an hour. Just shut up. But he doesn't say that. He comes over. He's like, yes. And the spoiled kid is like, so... You guys happen to, and I, I'm sure you do, it's so hilarious that I even have to ask this. Do you guys happen to have any filet mignons in the back? And the waiter's like, no, sir, this is a Wendy's. No, but he's like, uh, this is a burger place, like, we don't have any of that. And Arnold's like, oh, how, how, how silly of you guys. Do you think the chef could maybe whip me one up? I'll pay extra. And then he takes out his dad's credit card, which apparently he's also on his dad's credit card. And he, like, taps it on the table. And the waiter, once again, is like, sir, this is a Wendy's. But no, he's like, uh, uh, I don't think we even have, like, any steak in the back. Like, I could get you, like, a plate of ground hamburger. At this point, this boy kid's like, What? You guys don't have filet mignons? All right, well, um, do you guys happen to have any beef wellingtons? <laughs> the waiter's like, sir, if we don't have filet mignons, why do you think we have beef wellingtons? Sir, this is a burger place. And the spoiled kid is like, fine, I'll have your disgusting poor person burger. At this point, right, you know, the waiter just gives him this dirty look. So anyways, right, you know, uh, eventually the food comes out and, you know, the spoiled kid gets the burger. He kind of pokes at it a little bit and eventually does eat it because the burger is pretty good. But he's like complaining and like gagging the whole time, even though he eats the whole thing. So we think like, I don't know, the subscriber thinks that the gag, like all the gagging was just for show and he actually thought it was pretty good. But anyways, after dinner, right, they're walking down, you know, kind of like this kind of like strip mall area 
and there's a movie theater, and there's a movie playing, and the spoiled kid turns to, uh, I don't know, whatever adult was nearby, and is like, we should totally watch this movie, that would be so fun, I've heard such good things about the movie, and to be honest, Arnold was kind of down for that, like, the movie did, he did hear good things about it, and he does want to go watch it at some point, and he's like, okay, if I have to watch with the spoiled kid, at least he'd, you know, spoiled kid wouldn't be able to say anything or do any nonsense during the movie, one would think. And the adult was like, hey, like, we got some other stuff planned for today, but maybe later. And the spoiled kid is like, well, but I, I want to go see the movie. And the adult's like, well, I mean, I never said you couldn't ever go see the movie, man. Like, if you want to go see it later, that's fine. And the spoiled kid's like, no, I want to go see it now. And Arnold's like, oh, no, here we go again, bro. And so sure enough, right, the spoiled kid's like, but Why? why can't I see it? And the adult's like, we have other stuff planned. Like, you can see it later, spoiled kid. It says his actual name, but like, whatever, right? And, you know, he's like, but, but, and he starts tearing up and the adult's like, um, uh, like, I don't know what else to say. Like, I didn't plan this event like your aunt did. Um, she's kind of orchestrated the whole thing. Like, I just don't want to go against what she says. And the spoiled kid's like, do I, am I, do I not deserve to see a movie that I want to see? Am I not good enough for it? And the, and the person's like, no, no, I didn't say that. And at this point, like, Arnold is just like, bro, this kid sucks. This kid sucks. He super sucks. Let's just skip ahead to day three. The final day and the day where the spoiled kid just goes off the spoiled meter. So I think the day two was worse than day one. But day three is worse than day two and day one combined. It is so bad. So you really got to strap in for this one. But anyways, right, uh, sure enough, day three rolls around and it's the final day. And they're back. They're actually at like the aunt's house. The aunt has a pretty big house with a very large backyard. So everyone's kind of either in the house or in the backyard. And there's like food stuff set up or whatever. And there's like events. And the parents thought it would be pretty fun if the kids would end off the day with a nice like game of hide and seek tag because the yard was really large and you know they had all inside the house as well and the parents just thought it'd be super fun to end off the day like that so the parents decide that you know what they'll do is they'll all stand outside and they'll all like congregate out there so that they have free roam to hide in the house and to use a lot of the yard the front yard and the backyard as well so anyways right the aunt is like all right guys come around we're setting up a big hide and seek game and uh, so anyways, right, uh, the aunt's like, all right, I'm going to, does anyone want to be the seeker? And no one was really raising their hand. And Arnold was like, all right, well, I don't really care. So he raises his hand. He says, I don't really care either way, but I don't mind being the seeker. And I know that we need one. So his aunt's like, oh, perfect. Thank you so much for volunteering. And so his aunt said, all right, guys, here are the rules. You can hide anywhere, and if he sees you, you're not necessarily it until he tags you. But once you're tagged, you're also a seeker, and you're going to help Arnold find people. So it's mostly a hide-and-seek game, but it's also a tag game. It's a little bit of a mix. All right, Arnold, I'd like you to count to 100 seconds. And Arnold's like, 100 seconds? That's kind of a long time. But whatever, like, I'll, I'll do what I have to do. So Arnold starts counting. He turns around and closes his eyes, right? So Arnold in his head is like, all right, 
I want to find the spoiled kid and make sure that he does not win. I literally don't care about anything else at this point besides making sure that the spoiled kid loses this because that kid sucks. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, that's all I care about right now, if I'm being honest, if I'm being 100% straight up with you guys. And so, yeah, he counts to 100, and he immediately tries to find people. And, uh, you know, anyways, he, he's looking around, he sees someone, and he kind of ignores them. It's not obvious that he saw him, so it's not, like, a violation of, like, the integrity of being the seeker or whatever. But Arnold is really just looking for the spoiled kid at this time. So he looks in the front yard, and he sees someone behind the bushes, and he sees a pair of Yeezys. And he's like, all right, I know exactly who this is. So he pretends like he doesn't see the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid is like being very, very quiet or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, as Arnold gets closer to the bushes without making it seem like he knows the spoiled kid is there, he sprints super quickly and he goes in and he very clearly tags the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid runs off. And Arnold's like, all right, man, I got you. And he's like, no, no, you didn't. I dodged it. And Arnold's like, dude, I obviously got you. And the spoiled kid at this point had already ran away. And he's like, oh, my God. So Arnold realized that he can't, like, tag him. He needs to basically slide tackle this guy to prove that he tagged him, right? Or he at least needs another person there to confirm it. So sure enough, right, Arnold goes around, finds someone else, tags them, and now this other person is now it with Arnold. So they both go around, and once again, Arnold sees a pair of Yeezys, and he, he looks at the other person who we already tagged and kind of gives them, like, the finger on his mouth, like the shh kind of motion to be quiet. So they both kind of, like, pretend like they're walking around looking for people as if they don't see the spoiled kid and then once again, right, you know, they, you know, the other kid now runs up and tags the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid is like, you didn't get me and runs right by him, but runs right into Arnold. Like, cause the spoiled kid is so busy running away and pretending like he didn't get tagged by the other guy that he runs right into Arnold. And Arnold basically gives him like a bear hug. He's like, all right, man, I got you. And he's like, no, I used force field. And Arnold's like, bro, what? This is a, there's no force field. He's like, yeah, it's the rules. And then the other guy comes and tags him again. He's like, well, your force field was down then. I just tagged you. And he's like, no, no, you didn't. You didn't tag me. And this happened in the backyard. So all the parents start watching as a spoiled kid is like yelling. And the other two start like, so Arnold and the other guy are like, kind of like spam tagging him. He, they're like, tag, 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 tag. The toy spoiled kid's like, no, no, you're missing. I'm dodging it. I'm dodging it. Don't you see? No one can prove it. And like the aunt is like, all right, spoiled kid. Like it's pretty clear that you're it. It's actually pretty fun to be it. Go tag with them or whatever, spoiled kid. Go have fun. And he's like, no, no, no. He's just like, no, I'm not going to be at their level. I'm not going to be at their level. I'm not going to be at their level, aunt. I'm not going to do it. And she's like, what do you mean by that? He's like, I'm not going to be with the boars. At this point, right, every single parent turns around and is like, what did this kid just say? Because they all knew he was kind of a jerk, but like, what? He's like, no. I will not drop to their level. They're a filthy, disgusting level. I will not be it. And the spoiled kid sprints away into the house, being like, you didn't get me. And at this point, right, the aunt is like, oh my God, like this kid is terrible. 
And at this point, right, the spoiled kid's parents, they kind of know that their son's a bit of a jerk, but they're like, all right, this crossed the line. So the spoiled kid's dad, the same one that he was bragging about getting that raise at Goldman Sachs, walks into the house. And you hear, hi, dad, dad, ah! And then sure enough, right, the spoiled kid is like, it, like the dad comes out of the house and has the spoiled kid in his arms, like by the gruff of his shirt. He's like, dad, they were cheating. They were cheating. I don't want to be with the pores. And at this point, right, his dad is like, uh, kind of like his dad, like looks at the spoiled kid's mom and is like, hey, we got to go. And he's like, guys, and kind of like turns to everyone, guys, I'm so sorry for the inconvenience. We got to leave early. We just remembered that we had something we had to go to. Yeah, sure, buddy. Totally not related to your son being insane or anything, but sure, go ahead. And so, yeah, the spoiled kid is dragged off by his parents into their, like, BMW, like, 200K car or whatever, right? And they drive off. And, like, the aunt is just in disbelief, and all the other parents are just standing around. And the thing is, right, there were some other kids that were still hiding, but they kind of came out of hiding and stopped playing the game when they heard the spoiled kid literally go insane. So the aunt, realizing how awkward of a situation it is right now, is like, all right, everyone, let's go out for ice cream. So sure enough, they all go out for ice cream, and Arnold decides to this time sit with his parents. And he's just like, so, did you see what happened today? And his mom looks at him, and she's like, Arnold, I am so proud that you're a good kid. Like, I always knew you're a good kid, but it's just really good to see how, like, it is good to have a little, I gained a little bit of perspective today. I saw how bad you truly, like, how bad a kid could be. Thank God you're not like that kid. And Arnold's like, yeah. Remind me, let's never hang out with that guy Click on the video again. on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it. How's it going, everyone? Uh, today we got a story time of probably one of the most spoiled kids ever getting destroyed by his college professor. It is probably one of the greatest stories I've ever told in the channel, so sit back, relax, uh, subscribe if you like stories, and let's get right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who sent in this story Isaiah. By the way, Isaiah sent this into my Instagram. Link's in the description. Uh, so anyways, this was Isaiah's first year of college, and first year of college is scary, man. Isaiah was kind of like, you know, he had his classes, he just moved into the dorm. You know, he was, you know, he was getting nervous about it, but, you know, he was, he was heading off to his first class. Class. He gets there. He sits down. This is an English class, by the way. He's looking around at all of his classmates, kind of just seeing who's going to be like the people who he's going to be spending the rest of the semester with. He's, I don't know, it's a nervous situation, but the English teacher starts off, you know, pretty nice, pretty calm. He said, all right, guys, go around, introduce yourself, say like, I don't know, a fun fact or something, which I always hate that because I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't want to say I have a YouTube channel, but I don't know what else is fun about me. I have a dog. I don't know, dude. But sure enough, they go around and Isaiah's like, hi, my name is Isaiah. I'm, I don't know, 18 years old. I'm from, let's say, Nevada. I don't know, man. And then he says a fun fact. I, he says, I don't know, I can juggle or something like that. And they go around and eventually it gets to this kid. And we're just going to call him the spoiled kid because my brain is still a little goofy right now. So I don't think I can hold that many names in my, in, in my head. So we're just going to call him the spoiled kid. And once it comes around to the spoiled kid, he's like, hello, my name is Spoiled Kid. Obviously, he doesn't say, my name is Spoiled Kid. But you know what I mean. He says his actual name. He's like, hello, my name is Spoiled Kid. And a fun fact about me is my, like, my dad has partial ownership. And then he says some kind of sports team. 
Obviously, I don't want to say the sports team. It wasn't anything like a crazy sports team. It wasn't like the the New York, the New York Jets or anything like that. But it was like still a sports team. And I obviously don't want to say anything, so I don't want to give them away or anything. But bro, everyone in the class was kind of looking around, kind of just like, uh, this kid just say that like his dad has ownership in a sports team. Like he's basically saying, "Yo, my dad has the big bucks, bro." That's basically what he just said, dude. So anyways, right away, Isaiah kind of knows that this kid's going to be, the spoiled kid is going to be, you know, a little interesting, and that this school year is going to be definitely kind of interesting. So fast forward a couple weeks, and Isaiah's actually doing really well. He's found a good group of friends that happen to be on his hall, and life's pretty good. His classes are pretty decent, and the spoiled kid hasn't done anything crazy in his English class. Yeah, he's a little snotty. Yeah, he's a little stuck up. Yes, he wants everyone to see his Yeezys all the time, but whatever, man, like, fine. He can deal with that. However, things start to get really, really crazy when it is about, I'd say, like, two weeks into the school year, and the English teacher has a very kind of a light assignment, kind of just wanted to get them warmed up for the year. He's like, all right, guys, so here's our first assignment. I'm going to ask you guys to write a one-page paper on literally anything you want. It, it Like, literally, write whatever you want. You'll be graded kind of on how well, you know, it's written, as well as kind of just the whole presentation in general. Oh, yeah, by the way, you'll be presenting it in front of everyone. So this is a very, very important detail. Because if the spoiled kid wrote about what he wrote about and no one else heard about it, well, you guys probably wouldn't have been hearing the story. But you're hearing the story because part of the assignment is that you have to read this thing aloud to everyone. Public speaking is scary, but this English class was kind of focused on... It was a public speaking English class. So of course, right, like at the end of the day, man, you're going to have to do some public speaking in a public speaking English class. I mean, hey, that's just what you signed up for. So anyways, Isaiah's kind of excited because Isaiah is really into guitars. He's really into, uh, I don't know, uh, just like the history of guitars, playing guitars, music. Real, He was just really obsessed with it. And this was kind of an opportunity for him to, I don't know, for him to shine in a sense and kind of show off a bit of his personality to everyone else in the class. So sure enough, right, Isaiah goes back and within a couple days, he's finished up his paper. He's like, it's a one page paper. It's really not a big deal. And he's written it about like, he just has the history of guitars, like the first one that was ever made. And I don't know if it's made like the middle ages or the original guitar. And it's like important throughout history. And, you know, he practiced, Isaiah practices this paper a few times in front of his friends, yada, yada, whatever, they get to class. And I'm just going to skip ahead to the good part. So Isaiah goes, totally fine. He kills it, right? You know, everyone kind of claps. And I think someone afterwards like says, hey, I, you know, I'm, I do want to join our band. Like, I don't know if you're into guitars. And obviously, you know, Isaiah's pretty good at the guitar. I mean, thinks about it all the time or whatever. So yes, he joins the band. But this is not a story about, you know, the college group of kids starting a band. This is a story about a spoiled kid getting destroyed by his teacher. And I shall provide. Because sure enough, the spoiled kid, remember, this is the same kid who on the first day, his fun fact was his, like his dad owned a large part in a sports team. Like, bro, is that really your fun fact, dude? But anyways, you know, the spoiled kid goes up and he starts to read out his presentation. He's like, ahem, ahem, everyone, pay attention. And he gets up there and everyone's looking up and the teacher's looking up with, you know, this look of like, ah, what could be ahead of us? Only clear skies. False. Because... Just, oh my god, dude, I can only imagine this happened in my college. But basically, right, the spoiled kid went up there and was like, So today, I'm writing about something of great interest to me, and that is my daddy's wealth. 
And everyone's like, bro, what did you do? Like, what did you just say, dude? Like, there's no chance that this kid was just like, uh, today I'm going to be talking about my father's money. But he legitimately was like, oh, I'm going to be talking about something I'm interested in. He dude probably sat down and was like, oh, what am I interested in? Hmm. Uh, status. Uh, wealth. Um, what else? Oh, prestige. Uh, prestige is definitely something I'm interested in. And he goes on to talk about like a little history about how his daddy made all of his money. <laughs> and just, <laughs> my brain really is falling apart, dude. Oh, my God. And then he goes on to give, like, exact dollar amounts, and it was something like his dad's net... He was, like, given, like, a net worth calculation. He's like, so if you add up all of the rare art assets, the uh, the rare fish assets... I'm just kidding. Uh, the house, the stocks, the equities. Uh, if you have the land that we unfairly got from, like, Venezuela or something, if you add up all of those, our net worth is probably around $45 million dollars. And he was like, so this, and he finishes up by saying, I hope you guys enjoyed my writing. And the other thing that I need to point out is this writing was terrible. Like, it wasn't even, like, it was, like, third grade level in, like, grammar and writing. Like, it was really, really bad. And the thing is, right, the teacher isn't about to fail a kid um, because he doesn't like him. But at the end of the day, if you're, it, it is, it's still a writing class, bro. If your writing sucks in a writing class, I hate to say it, man but you're gonna get a low mark. And so this is where things get really, really interesting. Interesting, I, I can't speak. Uh, real quick, the secret word of the day is spoiled. So if you made it this far into the video, comment spoiled. I don't know if I'll be hard in comments today or not, but I will try to at least. So comment down below spoiled if you made it this far into the video. And also, I just wanna say thank you guys for giving me the time to take a break over the last couple days. It isn't exactly what you think, but it was, it was a pretty scary couple days. I think I'm doing much better now and I'm getting back into it. But I just want to say that the only reason why the channel is doing so well is because you guys went back and binge watched a bunch of old videos. So if you guys are watching old videos, please tell me in the comment section down below, I binge watched videos or I'm on number three, right? Or number 20 or whatever. And I'll try and heart your comment and say thank you. Because the reason why the channel is doing so crazy right now is because you guys are binge watching a bunch of videos. I'm just gonna get back to the story. I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. Anyways, right, by the end of the presentation, the entire class is like completely shocked. Isaiah's shocked. The teacher has a shocked look on his face. The rest of the class is just like, oh my God. Like, did that kid literally just sit down and just like read out a presentation about how rich his dad was and literally break down his net worth to like individual stocks and real estate holdings. Like that's the most goofiest thing I've ever heard. So the spoiled kid sits down and kind of looks like he kind of has this face of like, oh yeah, I just killed it guys. Like I'm gonna get an A plus triple plus on this one. Oh, uh, like obviously it's not, but getting to that in a second. So anyways, Let's just skip ahead like one day later because it only takes about a day for the teacher to give back the grades because the grades are literally just 50% how was your speaking component and 50% how well was it actually written like grammar wise. And the teacher before handing back the grades said, hi guys, like, hi guys, like thank you so much for your work. Like I, I could see how hard you guys, like how much work you put into it yesterday. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, by the way, I will not grade on the subject matter. I'm literally just grading on 
your grammar slash writing ability, and then also your speaking, speaking ability. This is a very small assignment, so if you don't receive the grade you want, this is just to show you where you kind of stand in the class now, and trust me, I'm look like you guys are all gonna improve, and I actually expect all you guys to at least leave the class with a B plus, A minus at a minimum by the end of the semester, so don't be discouraged if the grade's a little lower than you think. So whatever, right? If you get a low grade on this assignment, it's a small, it's a small assignment, one would think. So the teacher starts walking around the class and starts handing out the grades back. And Isaiah gets a A minus on his on his paper. And he's super excited. He's like, that's great. That's a great way to start the year. And the teacher hands back the paper to the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid picks up the piece of paper, and you could just see a look of rage on his face a look of absolute like turmoil and just anger, whatever. And while it wasn't really uh, like announced what the grade was in the beginning, because like who really knows, uh, Isaiah figured out kind of later on the line, the spoiled kid got a C plus, which like sure a C plus might not be like the greatest thing ever. And for a lot of people, however, it's not a bad grade. And also it's a very small assignment in the beginning of the year. And the teacher said, it's going to get better. Your grade's gonna get better. Don't even sweat it. But the spoiled kid, when he re receives his paper, he starts getting really, really, really mad. And he stands up in front of everyone. And the whole class, who is just kind of like preparing to get, like getting ready to go into the next part of the assignment, uh, they're putting their grades away back into their book bags or whatever. They all turn to look at the spoiled kid because out of the blue, the spoiled kid just shoots up and he's like, teacher, teacher. And the teacher's like, yes, spoiled kid. Uh, obviously doesn't say spoil kid, but you know what I mean. You, you guys know by this point what I mean when I say that. And the spoiled kid's like, you're discriminating against me because of my status. And everyone just once again, they thought that this kid, this kid couldn't go even more crazy, right? But bro, they're just like, no way this kid just said that he got a bad grade because he's being discriminated against because he's too rich or something. And the teacher's like, uh, like, that's nonsense. Like, I graded you on your performance, which was pretty good, but on the writing side, it just wasn't that good. Like, trust me, you're going to improve a ton throughout the year. Don't even worry about it. Which, shout out for, to the teacher for not, like, getting super angry, because, like, I would be pretty upset. Like, if I was a teacher, I don't think I'd be, ha I don't think I'd have the same cool as this teacher, because like the kid literally said you're discriminating me against me because I'm rich but whatever right and the and the, and the students like no like you won't hear like this isn't the end of this I will not let such discrimination against me because of my wealth status like I will not let this stand and the spoiled kid grabs his backpack kind of like shoots up his head shoots up the back of his spine it says good day sir and storms out of the class and everyone sitting in the class right now just slack-jawed, their mouths are gaping open. They're just like, huh, what, what, huh? And the teacher didn't really know where to go from there. So the teacher kind of jokingly said, well, that was not what I had in the lesson book. And everyone kind of burst into laughter because it was pretty awkward. So he broke the, the awkward silence pretty well. And then the teacher's like, all right, you know what? We're just gonna keep moving on. We're just gonna keep going. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about public speaking. Let's talk about some practice, some tips and practices to make it easier for you guys who are struggling with it. And they kind of go on with the day. And Isaiah, during the entire class, is just thinking to himself, "Oh my God." Isaiah, though, kind of thinks that the craziness in that class is going to be done. That they're going to be like totally set at that point. 
However, right, uh, before the class is over, about five minutes before the class ends, the door slams open, like it just shoots open, and the spoiled kid walks in all proud, and the teacher's like, oh, have you cooled off? And the spoiled kid, who's just walked in, just like completely slammed himself back into the room, has this smug look on his face. And the teacher's like, uh, hello, question mark. And the spoiled kid's like, I just reported you to the office for discrimination because I'm rich. He said, see you in court, which, like, uh, he reported him to, like, the administration. Um, I don't think that's going to get you in court, bro. I hate to break it to you, but I'm pretty sure if you report someone for, I don't know, like, hating you because you have a lot of money, you're not going to, like, go to court. Oh, this is going before the Supreme Court, guys. Trust me. So anyways, right, uh, Isaiah is just sitting there, and he's just like, oh my god, like, this kid was legit. Because everyone kind of just thought this kid was, like, knew that obviously he was not being discriminated against because he had a ton of money, and that he was just being ridiculous, and that he was just, like, running away because he had an anger problem or something. But no, like, legit, he went and reported him. So the, the teacher was like, oh, okay, well, fine. If you want to play it that way, then we'll play it that way. This spoiled kid's like, yeah, get wrecked, bro. Oh, and then he just kind of like runs out of the classroom. And everyone is just like, oh, what just, whoa, 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 what just happened there? And the teacher once again says, well, that was also not on the lesson plan. So anyways, the next day comes around and Isaiah, like whatever's happening in the class, Isaiah's not even thinking about it because he's just so caught up in the drama that's been going on between the teacher and the spoiled kid. And Isaiah's been like telling everyone and his like all of his new friends and everyone in his dorm just about everything that's been going on. And every day they come back saying, oh, do you have any updates? Do you have any updates? So obviously last night when he came back with the updates about how the spoiled kid threatened to sue the guy, they were like, oh my God, this is actually more entertaining than anything on Netflix right now. But anyways, right, the next day in class, Isaiah's, you know, he walks in, he's like, all right, what episode of Spoiled Kid versus Teacher will it be today? And, and he kind of doesn't expect the Spoiled Kid to come in, right? Uh, but sure enough, the Spoiled Kid comes in the class, and he walks in with his, like, chest all puffed out, coming in all proud, like, mm -mm 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 -mm, like, I'm the man, I'm that guy, like, you all better fear me or you're getting, uh, I don't know, sued for discrimination because I'm rich as well. Oh, whatever, right? Uh, but sure enough, the teacher's like, oh, spoiled kid, you decided to come. Uh, I just thought that, you know, we would settle this once and for all and in front of everyone. So basically, right, the teacher has had enough of the spoiled kid's antics and decides to drop the equivalent of a nuke on him. So sure enough, right, the administration walks into class a couple minutes after the teacher sends an email or a text or some kind of message, right? So the teacher wasn't sure if the spoiled kid was going to come into class, but he had more or less arranged with the administration for them to come in and handle this if the spoiled kid was to come into class, kind of to like show off as a spectacle and to make sure that people don't file false, <laughs> false stuff with the administration because they hate having their time wasted. So anyways, right, the administration comes into class and the spoiled kid's like, yes, Yes, they're going to take you away. Ha ha ha. I know that they're in here right now to drag you out of here. He looks at the rest of the class. He's like, you're welcome, guys. I read it. You have this demon who hates you if you have money. And everyone is just like, oh, my God, this kid's delusional, bro. And so sure enough, right, the administration is like, ahem, today we'll be talking about the case of spoiled kid versus, you know, uh, teacher said the actual names or whatever. And they're like, you know, after doing a thorough investigation, we found that there are no 
signs of any form of discrimination. The teacher obviously was, you know, grading off of the, uh, you know, the poor, poor grammar and failure to construct proper sentences of the spoiled kid. And Isaiah looks over and sees the spoiled kid's face like completely fall apart. He's like, what? No, right, but whatever. And, you know, the administration goes on to say like, the spoiled kid will receive like X kind of punishment. I don't know exactly what punishment. It was pretty light, but he still received some kind of punishment for wasting the administration's time. That is all. And they got up and they left and the class was completely silent. And the teacher's like, all right, guys, I just thought that that was important just to have out there. I thought it was a good idea to just have you guys all see that. But anyways, let's get, to, let's get back to what's important. Let's talk about grammar sentence structure and how to have really good writing and the teacher just goes on the cl- with the class like nothing just happened and everyone's kind of dazed everyone's kind of out of it because of the crazy thing that just happened but the teacher's like you know what we're just going on with class as if nothing happened yeah but sure enough uh soon after literally the day of the spoiled kid ended up dropping that english class and he still had enough credits uh, to stay in the school or stay in the college and was able to drop it. But yeah, uh, the next day Isaiah walked in, the spoiled kid was gone. And unfortunately, his doormates were very sad because he had to come back and say, guys, I'm sorry, the spoiled kid has dropped out. There will be no more crazy stories. And they're like, no, now I have to go back to Netflix. Click on the video no. on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it. How's it going, everyone? Uh, today we got a story time of probably one of the most spoiled kids ever getting destroyed by his college professor. It is probably one of the greatest stories I've ever told in the channel. So sit back, relax, uh, subscribe if you like stories, and let's get right into it. So we're gonna call the subscriber who sent in this story Isaiah. By the way, Isaiah sent this into my Instagram. Link's in the description. Uh, so anyways, this was Isaiah's first year of college. And first year of college is scary, man. Isaiah was kind of like, you know, he had his classes. He just moved into the dorm. You know, he was, you know, he was getting nervous about it, but you know, he was, he was heading off to his first class class. He gets there. He sits down. This is an English class, by the way. He's looking around at all of his classmates, kind of just seeing who's going to be like the people who he's going to be spending the rest of the semester with. He's, I don't know, it's a nervous situation, but the English teacher starts off, you know, pretty nice, pretty calm. He said, all right, guys, go around, introduce yourself, say like, I don't know, a fun fact or something, which I always hate that because I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't want to say I have a YouTube channel, but I don't know what else is fun about me. I have a dog. I don't know, dude. But sure enough, they go around and Isaiah's like, hi, my name is Isaiah. I'm, I don't know, 18 years old. I'm from, let's say, Nevada. I don't know, man. And then he says a fun fact. He said, I don't know, I can juggle or something like that. And they go around and eventually it gets to this kid. And we're just going to call him the spoiled kid because... My brain is still a little goofy right now, so I don't think I can hold that many names in my, in, in my head. So we're just going to call him the Spoiled Kid. And once it comes around to the Spoiled Kid, he's like, Hello, my name is Spoiled Kid. Obviously, he doesn't say, My name is Spoiled Kid. But you know what I mean. He says his actual name. He's like, Hello, my name is Spoiled Kid. And a fun fact about me is my, like, my dad has partial ownership, and then he says some kind of sports team. Obviously, I don't want to say the sports team. It wasn't anything like a crazy sports team. It wasn't like the the New York, the New York Jets or anything like that. But it was like still a sports team, and I obviously don't want to say anything, so I don't want to give them away or anything. But bro, everyone in the class was kind of looking around, kind of just like, uh, did this kid just say that like his dad has ownership in a sports team. Like he's basically saying, "Yo, my dad has the big bucks, bro." That's basically what he just said, dude. 
So anyways, right away, Isaiah kind of knows that this kid's going to be, the spoiled kid is going to be, you know, a little interesting, and that this school year is going to be definitely kind of interesting. So fast forward a couple weeks, and Isaiah's actually doing really well. He's found a good group of friends that happen to be on his hall, and life's pretty good. His classes are pretty decent, and the spoiled kid hasn't done anything crazy in his English class. Yeah, he's a little snotty. Yeah, he's a little stuck up. Yes, he wants everyone to see his Yeezys all the time, but whatever, man, like, fine. He can deal with that. However, things start to get really, really crazy when it is about, I'd say, like, two weeks into the school year, and the English teacher has a very kind of a light assignment, kind of just wanted to get them warmed up for the year. He's like, all right, guys, so here's our first assignment. I'm going to ask you guys to write a one-page paper on literally anything you want. It, it Like, literally, write whatever you want. You'll be graded kind of on how well, you know, it's written, as well as kind of just the whole presentation in general. Oh, yeah, by the way, you'll be presenting it in front of everyone. So this is a very, very important detail. Because if the spoiled kid wrote about what he wrote about and no one else heard about it, well, you guys probably wouldn't have been hearing the story. But you're hearing the story because part of the assignment is that you have to read this thing aloud to everyone. Public speaking is scary, but this English class was kind of focused on... It was a public speaking English class. So of course, right, like at the end of the day, man, you're going to have to do some public speaking in a public speaking English class. I mean, hey, that's just what you signed up for. So anyways, Isaiah is kind of excited because Isaiah is really into guitars. He's really into, uh, I don't know, uh, just like the history of guitars, playing guitars, music. Real, He was just really obsessed with it. And this was kind of an opportunity for him to, I don't know, for him to shine in a sense and kind of show off a bit of his personality to everyone else in the class. So sure enough, right, Isaiah goes back and within a couple days, he's finished up his paper. He's like, it's a one page paper. It's really not a big deal. And he's written it about like he just has the history of guitars, like the first one that was ever made. And I don't know if it's made like the Middle Ages or the original guitar. And it's like important throughout history. And, you know, he practices Isaiah practices this paper a few times in front of his friends, yada, yada, whatever. They get to class. And I'm just going to skip ahead to the good part. So Isaiah goes totally fine. He kills it, right? You know, everyone kind of claps. And I think someone afterwards like says, hey, I, you know, I'm I do want to join our band. Like, I don't know if you're into guitars and obviously, you know, Isaiah's pretty good at the guitar. I mean, thinks about it all the time or whatever. So yes, he joins the band, but this is not a story about, you know, the college group of kids starting a band. This is a story about a spoiled kid getting destroyed by his teacher and I shall provide. Because sure enough, the spoiled kid, remember, this is the same kid who on the first day, his fun fact was his, like his dad owned a large part in a sports team. Like, bro, is that really your fun fact, dude? But anyways, you know, the spoiled kid goes up and he starts to read out his presentation. He's like, ahem, ahem, everyone, pay attention. And he gets up there and everyone's looking up and the teacher's looking up with, you know, this look of like, ah, what could be ahead of us? Only clear skies. False. Because... Just, oh my god, dude, I can only imagine this happened in my college. But basically, right, the spoiled kid went up there and was like, so today I'm writing about something of great interest to me, and that is my daddy's wealth. And everyone's like, bro, what did you do? Like, what did you just say, dude? Like, there's no chance that this kid was just like, uh, today I'm going to be talking about my father's money. But he legitimately was like, oh, I'm going to be talking about something I'm interested in. He dude probably sat down and was like, oh, what am I interested in? Hmm, uh, status, 
uh, wealth. Um, what else? Oh, prestige. Uh, prestige is definitely something I'm interested in. And he goes on to talk about, like, a little history about how his daddy made all of his money. <laughs> and just, <laughs> my brain really is falling apart, dude. Oh, my God. And then he goes on to give, like, exact dollar amounts, and it was something like his dad's net... He was, like, given, like, a net worth calculation. He's like, so if you add up all of the rare art assets, the uh, the rare fish assets... I'm just kidding. Uh, the house, the stocks, the equities. Uh, if you have the land that we unfairly got from, like, Venezuela or something, if you add up all of those, our net worth is probably around $45 million dollars. And he was like, so this, and he finishes up by saying, I hope you guys enjoyed my writing. And the other thing that I need to point out is this writing was terrible. Like it wasn't even like, it was like third grade level in like grammar and writing. Like it was really, really bad. And the thing is, right, the teacher isn't about to fail a kid um, because he doesn't like him. But at the end of the day, if you're, it, it is, it's still a writing class, bro. If your writing sucks in a writing class, I hate to say it, man but you're gonna get a low mark. And so this is where things get really, really interested. Interesting, I, I can't speak. Uh, real quick, the secret word of the day is spoiled. So if you made it this far into the video, comment spoiled. I don't know if I'll be hard in comments today or not, but I will try to at least. So comment down below spoiled if you made it this far into the video. And also, I just wanna say thank you guys for giving me the time to take a break over the last couple days. It isn't exactly what you think, but it was, it was a pretty scary couple days. I think I'm doing much better now and I'm getting back into it. But I just want to say that the only reason why the channel is doing so well is because you guys went back and binge watched a bunch of old videos. So if you guys are watching old videos, please tell me in the comment section down below, I binge watched videos or I'm on number three, right? Or number 20 or whatever. And I'll try and heart your comment and say thank you. Because the reason why the channel is doing so crazy right now is because you guys are binge watching a bunch of videos. I'm just going to get back to the story. I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. Anyways, right, by the end of the presentation, the entire class is, like, completely shocked. Isaiah's shocked. The teacher has a shocked look on his face. The rest of the class is just like, oh, my God. Like, did that kid literally just sit down and just, like, read out a presentation about how rich his dad was and literally break down his net worth to, like, individual stocks and real estate holdings? Like, that's the most goofiest thing I've ever heard. So the spoiled kid sits down and kind of looks like he kind of has this face of like, oh yeah, I just killed it, guys. Like, I'm going to get an A plus, triple plus on this one. Oh, like obviously it's not, but getting to that in a second. So anyways, let's just skip ahead like one day later because it only takes about a day for the teacher to give back the grades because the grades are literally just 50% how was your speaking component and 50% how well was it actually written, like grammar-wise. And the teacher, before handing back the grades, said, hi, guy, like, hi guys, like, thank you so much for your work. Like, I, I could see how hard you guys, like, how much work you put into it yesterday. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, by the way, I will not grade on the subject matter. I'm literally just grading on your grammar slash writing ability and then also your speaking, speaking ability. This is a very small assignment, so if you don't receive the grade you want, this is just to show you where you kind of stand in the class now and trust me, I'm look like you guys are all gonna improve. And I actually expect all you guys to at least leave the class with a B plus, A minus at a minimum by the end of the semester. So don't be discouraged if the grade's a little lower than you think. 
So whatever, right? If you get a low grade on this assignment, it's a small, it's a small assignment, one would think. So the teacher starts walking around the class and starts handing out the grades back. And Isaiah gets a, a minus on his, on his paper. And he's super excited. He's like, that's great. That's a great way to start the year. And the teacher hands back the paper to the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid picks up the piece of paper and you could just see a look of rage on his face. A look of absolute like turmoil and just anger, whatever. And while it wasn't really uh, like announced what the grade was in the beginning, because like who really knows, uh, Isaiah figured out kind of later on the line, the spoiled kid got a C plus. Which like sure, a C plus might not be like the greatest thing ever and for a lot of people. However, it's not a bad grade. And also it's a very small assignment in the beginning of the year. And the teacher said, it's going to get better. Your grade's gonna get better. Don't even sweat it. But the spoiled kid, when he re receives his paper, he starts getting really, really, really mad. And he stands up in front of everyone. And the whole class, who was just kind of like preparing to get, like getting ready to go into the next part of the assignment, uh, they're putting their grades away back into their book bags or whatever. They all turn to look at the spoiled kid because out of the blue, the spoiled kid just shoots up and he's like, teacher, teacher. And the teacher's like, yes, spoiled kid. Uh, obviously doesn't say spoiled kid, but you know what I mean. You, you guys know by this point what I mean when I say that. And the spoiled kid's like, you're discriminating against me because of my status. And everyone, just once again, they thought that this kid, this kid couldn't go even more crazy, right? But bro, they're just like, no way this kid just said that he got a bad grade because he's being discriminated against because he's too rich or something. And the teacher's like, uh, like, that's nonsense. Like, I graded you on your performance, which was pretty good. But on the writing side, it just wasn't that good. Like, trust me, you're going to improve a ton throughout the year. Don't even worry about it. Which shout out for, to the teacher for not like getting super angry. Because like, I would be pretty upset. Like, if I was a teacher, I don't think I'd be, I don't think I'd have the same cool as this teacher. Because like the kid literally said, you're discriminating me against me because I'm rich, but whatever, right? And the, and the, and the student's like, no, like, you won't hear, like, this isn't the end of this. I will not let such discrimination against me because of my wealth status. Like, I will not let this stand. And the spoiled kid grabs his backpack, kind of like shoots up his head, shoots up the back of his spine. It says, good day, sir, and storms out of the class. And everyone sitting in the class right now just slack-jawed. Their mouths are gaping open. They're just like, huh, what, what, huh? And the teacher didn't really know where to go from there. So the teacher kind of jokingly said, well, that was not what I had in the lesson book. And everyone kind of burst into laughter because it was pretty awkward. So he broke the, the awkward silence pretty well. And then the teacher's like, all right, you know what? We're just going to keep moving on. We're just going to keep going. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about public speaking. Let's talk about some practice, some tips and practices to make it easier for you guys who are struggling with it. And they kind of go on with the day. And Isaiah, during the entire class, is just thinking to himself, oh my god. Isaiah, though, kind of thinks that the craziness in that class is going to be done, that they're going to be, like, totally set at that point. However, right, uh, before the class is over, about five minutes before the class ends, the door slams open, like it just shoots open, and the spoiled kid walks in all proud. And the teacher's like, oh, have you cooled off? And the spoiled kid who's this walked in, this like completely slammed himself back into the room, has this smug look on his face. And the teacher's like, uh, hello, question mark. And the spoiled kid's like, I just reported you to the office for discrimination because I'm rich. He said, see you in court, which like, 
uh, he reported him to like the administration. Um, I don't think that's going to get you in court, bro. I hate to break it to you, but I'm pretty sure if you report someone for, I don't know, like hating you because you have a lot of money, you're not going to like go to court. Oh, this is going before the Supreme Court, guys. Trust me. So anyways, right, uh, Isaiah is just sitting there and he's just like, oh my God, like this kid was legit. Because everyone kind of just thought this kid was like knew that obviously he was not being discriminated against because he had a ton of money and that he was just being ridiculous and that he was just like running away because he had an anger problem or something. But no, like legit, he went and reported him. So the, the teacher is like, oh, okay, well, fine. If you want to play it that way, then we'll play it that way. This spoiled kid's like, yeah, get wrecked, bro. Oh, and then he just kind of like runs out of the classroom. And everyone is just like, oh, what just, whoa, whoa, what just happened there? And the teacher once again says, well, that was also not on the lesson plan. So anyways, the next day comes around and Isaiah, like whatever's happening in the class, Isaiah's not even thinking about it because he's just so caught up in the drama that's been going on between the teacher and the spoiled kid. And Isaiah's been like telling everyone and his like all of his new friends and everyone in his dorm just about everything that's been going on. And every day they come back saying, oh, do you have any updates? Do you have any updates? So obviously last night when he came back with the updates about how the spoiled kid threatened to sue the guy, they were like, oh my God, this is actually more entertaining than anything on Netflix right now. But anyways, right, the next day in class, Isaiah's, you know, he walks in, he's like, all right, what episode of Spoiled Kid versus Teacher will it be today? And, and he kind of doesn't expect the Spoiled Kid to come in, right? Uh, but sure enough, the Spoiled Kid comes in the class, and he walks in with his, like, chest all puffed out, coming in all proud, like, mm -mm 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 -mm, like, I'm the man, I'm that guy, like, you all better fear me or you're getting, uh, I don't know, sued for discrimination because I'm rich as well. Oh, whatever, right? Uh, but sure enough, the teacher's like, oh, spoiled kid, you decided to come. Uh, I just thought that, you know, we would settle this once and for all and in front of everyone. So basically, right, the teacher has had enough of the spoiled kid's antics and decides to drop the equivalent of a nuke on him. So sure enough, right, the administration walks into class a couple minutes after the teacher sends an email or a text or some kind of message, right? So the teacher wasn't sure if the spoiled kid was gonna come into class, but he had more or less arranged with the administration for them to come in and handle this if the spoiled kid was to come into class. Kind of to like show off as a spectacle and to make sure that people don't file false, <laughs> false stuff with the administration because they hate having their time wasted. So anyways, right, the administration comes into class and the spoiled kid's like, yes, yes, they're gonna take you away. Ha ha ha. I know that they're in here right now to drag you out of here. He looks at the rest of the class He's like, you're welcome, guys. I read it. You have this demon who hates you if you have money. And everyone is just like, oh, my God, this kid's delusional, bro. And so sure enough, right, the administration is like, ahem, today we'll be talking about the case of spoiled kid versus, you know, uh, teacher, said the actual names or whatever. And they're like, you know, after doing a thorough investigation, we found that there are no signs of any form of discrimination the teacher obviously was you know grading off of the uh, you know the poor poor grammar and failure to construct proper sentences of the spoiled kid and isaiah looks over and sees the spoiled kid's face like completely fall apart he's like what no yeah right but whatever and you know the administration goes on to say like the spoiled kid will receive like X kind of punishment. I don't know exactly what punishment. It was pretty light, but he still received some kind of punishment for wasting the administration's time. That is all. 
And they got up and they left and the class was completely silent. And the teacher's like, all right, guys, I just thought that that was important just to have out there. I thought it was a good idea to just have you guys all see that. But anyways, let's get, to, let's get back to what's important. Let's talk about grammar, sentence structure, and how to have really good writing. And the teacher just goes on the cl with the class like nothing just happened. And everyone's kind of dazed. Everyone's kind of out of it because of the crazy thing that just happened. But the teacher's like, you know what? We're just going on with class as if nothing happened. Yeah, but sure enough, uh, soon after, literally the day of, the spoiled kid ended up dropping that English class, and he still had enough credits uh, to stay in the school or stay in the college and was able to drop it. But yeah, uh, the next day Isaiah walked in, the spoiled kid was gone, and unfortunately his dorm mates were very sad because he had to come back and say, guys, I'm sorry, the spoiled kid has dropped out, there will be no more crazy stories. And they are like, no, now I have to go back to Netflix. Click on the video no. on screen right now, I know you'll enjoy it, just click it, do it. Today we got a story time of a spoiled kid who, because he doesn't get what he wants, he decides that, you know, to pay back for not getting exactly what he wants when he wanted it, he's going to destroy the entire school. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Strap in, uh, sit down, uh, I don't know, get relaxed, get something to drink, subscribe if you're new, and let's uh, call today's subscriber, let's call him Zach. So anyways, this all happened one day when Zach was in school, and they were receiving back a test today, and this was a really big test that was going to count for a pretty big part of their group. Grade. So anyways, right, the teacher had a bunch of sta had a stack of tests in his hand and he was walking around handing them out. Anyways, there's also a kid in Zach's class who is a spoiled kid and we're gonna call him Steve. Everyone kind of knew him as the kid who always got everything he wanted and that like he's never ever been told no by his parents or whatever and that he always kind of acted like that in class as well. So he didn't have a lot of friends, but this isn't because people were mean to him. This is just simply because like he kind of played himself by not having friends. In fact, the whole class was very open to being friends with everyone, but when you're constantly a jerk and very demanding, that's not a good that's not a good strategy to get friends. But anyways, right, Zach happened to be sitting right behind Steve on this day when they got the test back. And sure enough, the teacher was going around handing out the tests and he was looking at people, he'd put them on the table. For a few people, he kind of whispered, "Oh, great job" or whatever to them. And when they came around to Steve, who was ahead of Zach, right, uh, the teacher decided to put the test down face forward, like the front of the test, put it down on the desk. And I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this. This happened to me once, and I already knew that, like, oh my god, man, this is not good. Because, like, sometimes the teachers will put all the tests down face down, but sometimes if they only put yours, you probably failed. And anyways, right, Zach got his text back, and he did pretty good. He got, like, an 85 or whatever, which he's pretty happy of. And he looked in front of him, and, you know, Steve, the spoiled kid, he, you know, he picked up his test, flipped it over, and he saw a 65 on it. And Steve, to put it lightly, was not happy. Steve did not even take a second to see what he got wrong and, like, why he got a 65. He just immediately raised his hand. And the teacher was a little bit confused because the teacher also realized how quickly he raised his hand. So the teacher thought like, oh, maybe I gave Steve the wrong test back. Maybe this was someone else's test. Maybe there's a big massive error that I, I don't know. Maybe there's something like really obvious. And he's like, yeah, Steve, what's up? And Steve is like, I think you made a mistake. And the teacher's like, what do you mean? And Steve's like, yeah, I, I don't think this grade is accurate at all. And the teacher was like, Steve, I'm sorry, like, I don't, I don't know how else to say it, but I'm very, I, I double-checked all these tests, 
I really have not made any mistakes unless you can point me to a very specific question that I graded you incorrect on when it was actually correct. I'm very like open and welcome to sitting down and going test question by question. Also, if you want me to explain why I graded it the way I graded it. And Steve was like, no, 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 I don't think you understand. I deserve at least an A on this assignment. Like I know what, like I, I know that I'm good. I know that I'm a good student and I, that's what I deserve. And the teacher's like, well, you are a good student, but this just wasn't your day. And the thing is, right, the teacher normally wouldn't want to have this conversation in front of everybody. But at the end of the day, when the student is being very demanding and saying all of this publicly, the teacher's not the teacher's not going to hold back. He's going to say what's up. He's not going to, like, embarrass them on purpose. But if they're trying to get embarrassed themselves, like, hey, man, the teacher's going to be like, all right, bro, like, fair enough, I guess. So anyways, the teacher says, Steve, like, I even double, I even triple checked your test specifically to make sure that the grade I was giving you was not too low. And the teacher's like, and it wasn't. Like, I'm sorry, man, I don't know how else to say this, but that, that grade is very accurate. And Steve was like, no, I demand at least an A minus. And, and Steve is like, you know, I'm being very like generous right now because I'm not demanding at least an A. I'm demanding at least an A minus. Like, is that really so hard to do? All you got to do is walk over and just like take out your pen and change the number. Like, it's really not that hard. And the teacher's like, yes, I guess in theory, it is not that difficult for me to change a number with a pen, but the whole thing is right. That would be, you know, watering down the integrity of my job. And also I just can't do that. And also why would I do that? I'm going to give you the grade you deserve. And Steve starts getting really angry. And Steve is like, I'm going to give you one last chance to change my grade. And the teacher's like, Steve, are you threatening me? And Steve is like, I don't know. Am I? And the teacher's like, Steve, I'm not changing your grade. I've been very nice. You just failed the assignment. I'm sorry to say it. Yes, maybe the teacher shouldn't have said that in front of everyone, but bro, to be fair, Steve was kind of asking for it at this point. Like, let's be honest, Steve was definitely asking for it. And Steve stands up and is like, you'll regret this. You'll regret ever defying me. You'll regret this. And he storms out of the classroom. At this point, right, Zach has been looking at the whole... Hey, Zach's been sitting back in his desk with a thing of popcorn, basically. Not actually, but you know what I mean. Just kind of watching this show at this point. Just laughing because he's like, oh my God, Steve is actually like the most spoiled kid I've ever seen. But the thing is, right, Zach had no idea how crazy this was about to get. Real quick, comment spoil down below if you made it this far into the video. I'll try and heart your comment as I'm on summer break right now, so I'll have more time to heart the comments, and it's the best way to say thank you that I can think of, and make sure notifications are turned on while you're down there. But anyways, right, Zach had no idea how crazy things were about to get. So this is what happened after Steve left the room. And obviously, Zach wasn't there. So this is kind of what Zach assumes ha assumed to happen and also what Zach heard from other people and also a lot of other sources. But this is as good as like a recollection of what could have happened without being there. So basically, what happened? Steve. Steve was super angry that he wasn't given exactly what he wanted, so he wanted to like somehow, I don't know, show his wrath and show his strength or something kind of cringe like that. So what he decided to do was Steve, in a fit of rage, ran off to the bathroom, the school bathroom, and he went in there, and look, the thing is, I know that there are some schools where the, the school bathrooms are messed with all the time, up to the fact that there's like security and like all that stuff. The, at this school, the bathrooms have never ever been messed with. 
And also the plumbing is not too good at the school. I think you guys can kind of see where this is going. So anyways, right, Steve goes into the bathroom and he's so angry and he starts filling up all the toilets with a bunch of toilet paper, random stuff he finds, school supplies. He starts raiding like janitor's closets that are nearby just to completely destroy all the toilets. And then once all the toilets are completely full with all this crap, right, he goes in and he starts flushing them as quickly as possible, flushing again and again and again until the toilets start overflowing and breaking. And the entire water system starts to get backed up and overflowing because uh, some of the like the little bits of crap or whatever that he put into the toilets, right, start to flow down the pipes and get stuck in different places. And he starts over and then uh, he goes to the sink, turns those on and lets those overflow as well and then walks out of the bathroom. The thing is, though, uh, the piping system here was pretty bad, and because of all the damage he did, it kind of like started to like reverberate around the entire piping of the entire school. So Zach was sitting in class, back to Zach's POV, right? Zach was sitting in class, and he was kind of bored. Like, Zach was a pretty good student, but he'd also space off a lot in class. I think we've all been there. And he was just looking at the ceiling. And the ceiling started to catch his attention because one of the spots in the ceiling started to have this kind of like bit of a dark circle and the dark circle started to get larger and larger and larger and Zach started to feel like wait a minute like hold up something is really off here and then he realized that this is really weird the ceiling started to sink in closer to him he's like oh my god like did someone like spike my chocolate milk what like what is going on what am i seeing like were the mushrooms on my pizza special mushrooms like oh my god dude what so Zach begins to notice that the ceiling is like both getting darker and the dark circles getting bigger and the ceiling is like beginning to like get closer to him and Zach raises his hand. He's like, uh, Mr. Teacher. And I don't know, I'm not giving him a last name because I'm going to mix that up. And the teacher's like, yes, Zach. And he's like, uh, and he just points to the ceiling. And the teacher's like, oh my God. Because the ceiling, what had been happening, right, is since the entire pipe system of the school is failing at this point, one of the pipes overflowed and burst in the ceiling. And it like began to like make this water bubble in the ceiling that was getting bigger and bigger. And he's like, class, do not panic, just stay very calm, but we need to get out of here, grab like, don't grab too much, but grab your school books and get in a single file line and we're gonna walk out of the building. And all of a sudden Zach's like, oh my God, like this is actually kind of serious. And as they're walking out of the classroom, Zach looks back to see the water bubble in the ceiling burst. And just like, it just comes pouring down. And it's like, up, like the, the classroom begins to flood. The teacher's like, all right, guys, let's uh, let's go a little faster. <laughs> let's go quicker. Let's uh, just a little bit. <laughs> just like, all right, guys, let's, let's move it. Let's move it. And like, as Zach is walking out with his class, he sees basically every other classroom also doing the same thing. Like everyone's walking out of the classroom and Zach looks around him and there's puddles of water everywhere. And there's like water dripping from the ceiling. In some places it is literally squirting out of the ceilings. It, there's tons of water pouring out of basically every school bathroom at this point. And everyone is walking out and so confused. They're like, oh my God, is the school actually like going down? Like this is legitimately crazy. And they all walk out and it's almost like a fire drill. I don't know if you guys have done those in school, but you all walk out into like the grass or the courtyard in front of your school and you're in kind of in single file lines and you're kind of divided up by a classroom. So each teacher is basically accountable to take attendance of the classes they were you know, counting for just so one person doesn't have to take attendance for literally every kid at the school. 
So anyways, right, uh, you know, Zach is sitting in line and his teacher's like, oh my God, where's Steve? Like, I know that Steve kind of ran off to the bathroom, but you know, I got to make sure he's here. I don't know where he is. And so, and the teacher's like, guys, please like, don't leave here, but look around, tell me if you see Steve. So all the kids in the line start to like, look around and they're kind of looking for Steve to see if he's there. And you know, everyone's looking around and then Zach kind of like looks at like the school building and he sees the door open and Steve walks out of it. And Zach kind of like raises his hand and says, teacher, teacher. And the teacher's like, yes, Zach, what's up? And Zach's like, I, I, I see Steve. And the teacher's like, oh my God, where? Because dude, the teacher was going to be responsible for all the kids. So he was pretty scared. And the teacher's like, where? And Zach points to the school. And sure enough, Steve is walking out of the building and the teacher like raises his hand. He's like, Steve, Steve, Steve over here. And Steve kind of like raises his hand back. And Steve very weirdly has this big smirk on his face. And Zach is kind of confused. Why is Steve smirking? Like, does he just find the whole thing funny that the school is literally flooding at this point? Like, okay, I guess like whatever, but fine. It's, it's an interesting day. Maybe people react to scary situations differently. I'm not going to be the one to judge here, but Steve gets closer and closer until eventually he makes it there. And the teacher's like, Steve, where have you been? And Steve is like, wouldn't you like to know? And the teacher's like, uh, Steve, what does that mean? And Steve's like, wouldn't you like to know? And at this point, right, Zach is sitting there and Zach is starting to put two and two together. And Zach is like, no, there's no way. There's no way this kid is that crazy. There's no way this kid is this entitled. There's no shot. There's no way, man. And he's, cause Zach is starting to realize that as soon as, you know, Steve, the spoiled entitled kid didn't get what he wanted and screamed at the teacher that, you know, he'll regret this and he's going to get payback. He leaves and then the entire school starts to flood. And then he walks out of the school as it's flooding with a big smirk on his face. And when the teacher says, where have you been? You know, he's like, wouldn't you like to know? As if referring to like something like that just happened. And Steve is just in his head. He's like, there's no shot. And then the spoiled kid says, so I bet you're really wishing that you gave me that A now. And the teacher's like, Steve, what are you talking about? Like the, the school is flooding. Like, where have you been? And Steve is like, I'm going to reiterate my point. I bet you really wish you gave me that A now. And the teacher's like, Steve, this is no time for that. Like, like, where have you been? Like, it's okay. I'm just happy that you're here and safe and everything's okay. And Steve's like, oh, I don't know. I like, I'm fine. I had the whole situation under control. I mean, I'd have to have it under control since I made the situation. And the teacher, who is slowly, very slowly starting to catch on as well, is like, Steve, what do you mean by that? And Steve's like, I don't know. I, you know, just sometimes when I don't get what I want, big things happen. And Steve has this big smile on his face. Steve really thinks that he's like really just showed the teacher and that the teacher's going to be like, OMG, I'm going to give you that A now. Please, I'm at your mercy. Please, please forgive me, Steve. But uh, no, the teacher's like, Steve. I need you to be in very clear words, very clearly tell me where have you been and what has happened. And Steve's like, fine, I'll explain it in words even you can understand. So Steve is like, all right, here's what happened. You didn't give me what I wanted. So I decided to flood the school. I went into the bathrooms. I clogged up all the toilets and look at the school now. Oh, well, looks like my house is on fire. One like equals one prayer. No, I'm just kidding. That was just a test, I guess. Anyways, and he's like, yeah, so this is what happens 
when you don't give me exactly what I want and the teacher has nothing to say. But then the teacher runs up to Steve, grabs him by the gruff of his shirt, and Steve's like, what are you doing, bro? And just pulls him, pulls him up and he's like, you're coming with me. And basically drags Steve to the principal and the teacher starts screaming, not at the principal, but just like screaming in general about like, Steve just flooded the school. You see all this damage. You see how our school is destroyed. It's because I didn't give this kid an A when he failed his test. He's such a spoiled, entitled brat. I need you to expel him. And the teacher was going off, and everyone could hear it. So, like, every kid in the courtyard turned to look at what was happening. And the teacher was just screaming, like, basically at the principal, but not really at the principal. And the principal's like, oh, calm down, Mr. Whatever. Calm down. And he's like, Steve, is this true? And Steve's like, yeah, he didn't give me an A, so I destroyed the school. And the principal's like, you're coming with me, young man, and grabs him and kind of brings him over to a corner. And yeah, give it some time. Uh, so basically they got, uh, wait, it was Zach, oh, I forgot the name for a second. So basically Zach got the next couple weeks off. Uh, they did like Zoom classes or whatever, or whatever they had before Zoom, because this happened many years ago. So maybe like I don't know, some kind of like Microsoft or I don't even know how they did it. They did some kind of Skype thing a little bit. It was like pre-Zoom Zoom. And then they eventually had a temp school where they had to like go to a farther location, but they made it a school. And uh, short, long story short, um, yeah, Steve got uh, completely expelled. I mean, that's understandable, right? I mean, you just can't be doing click that, Click on the video bro. on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it. What's up guys, welcome back to a brand new story. Today we got a story of a spoiled brat that ends up punching the teacher over the fact that the teacher said that TikTok was bad. And this spoiled brat was like famous, quote unquote, on TikTok. So he was like, oh my God, you can't speak poorly about TikTok. Take this in the face. But uh, yeah, it ends really, f uh, I I'm not gonna say it ends poorly because it ends pretty satisfyingly. The spoiled brat does get karma, don't worry about it. So yeah, I think you'll enjoy this story. So sit back, relax, subscribe if you're new, and let's just jump right into it. So we're gonna call the subscriber who submitted this story, Gavin. So anyways, Gavin had this kid in his class who we're gonna call the spoiled kid, and the spoiled kid had 5,000 followers on TikTok. And I don't wanna say anything bad about 5,000 followers on TikTok because I know that when I hit 100 subscribers on YouTube after about like two years of doing it, I was super excited back in 2016, right? So I'm, not, I'm definitely not shaming you or anything if you think that a couple hundred followers is big or a couple thousand is big honestly i don't even think that like my number of subscribers is big in like the the big scheme of things but this kid really let the 5,000 tiktok followers go to his head and it's totally cool to be proud about having like a handful of followers or whatever but definitely don't let it go to your head even if you're freaking pewdiepie don't let it go to your head right so he posted like clips of like him playing fortnite or something and he kind of uh, like he it, it became like his personality, right? The fact that he had 5,000 followers on TikTok. But he also made it like a, an excuse for him to not do anything he didn't want to. For example, actually, where the story starts is Gavin, another kid, and the spoiled brat were all put in the same uh, group, right? It was a group project in this class. And, uh, you know, the group project was supposed to be divided up fairly evenly between all the kids. And uh, it was it, that was supposed to be done uh, via the group. Like the group was supposed to uh, was supposed to divide up all the stuff. It wasn't like the teacher said you get to do a third, you do this third, and you do this third. It was kind of just implied that all the kids were gonna do an equal third. But turns out, right, you know, Gavin was telling them like, "Hey, man, like I'm not gonna do anything because 
I have much bigger things to do. And they're all sitting at the table, or not Gavin, the spoiled kid. And, like, they're all sitting at the table, and Gavin kind of looks at the spoiled kid. He's like, bro, what are you talking about? You're not going to do your work. Like, of course you're going to do your one-third of the work. Like, it's not that, like, it's really not that deep. Just do your work, bro. He's like, no, 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 you don't understand, man. Like, I got to, like, I got to grind on my TikTok, bro. Like, I'm blown up with these Fortnite clips. I have 5,000 followers on TikTok. What do you have on TikTok? 20 followers. That's what I thought. Shut up. Sit down, kid. I'm better than you. Take this L. I'm not doing anything. So at this point, Gavin and the other guy are pretty upset at the spoiled kid because they're like, bro, you really can't be saying, like, oh, I need to spend all my time posting Fortnite clips. This guy posted, like, one or two Fortnite clips a day on TikTok, which... You do not need to spend 17 hours out of your day to post two clips of you smacking kids in Fortnite, bro. Like, it's really not that difficult. And it's also not that deep. And it really should not take you that much time. And these weren't, like, hyper-edited clips or anything that might genuinely take hours and hours for, like, 10 seconds. These are just, like, clips. And the thing is, the majority of the clips got, like, 10 views on his TikTok account. It's just one of them went, like, super viral and got, like, 2 million views, so he gained 5,000 followers really quickly. So it's not like this kid had a consistent audience that would come in every single day. It would be, like, 50 views, 20 views, 500 views, 10 views. But bro had 5,000 followers, so it went to his head, and he was like, I gotta grind my TikTok, man. This is my future, not school. And Gavin was kind of thinking to himself, or he said this out loud, actually. He's like, bro, I get it. You don't think this is your future, but also my I don't want my future to be doing all your work because you don't think this is your future. That's not what I want my future to be. So Gavin and his friend, basically, or the other guy he was with, basically said, hey, spoiled kid, you need to do X. Like, they kind of lay out what he needs to do. Like, you need to do it or, like... I don't know. There, it's, there's going to be consequences, right? He doesn't specify what. He's like, dude, just do it. And the spoiled kid's like, fine, whatever. I'll just do it. The spoiled kid does not end up doing that part of the presentation, right? He's too busy smacking kids on Fortnite and posting them for 10 people to watch, right, on TikTok. And uh, Gavin and his friend are pretty annoyed about this, so they meet up last minute and they realize, like, the spoiled kid has done none of his presentation. We just got to do this really quickly. So they quickly do the last bit of the presentation, or I should say group project because they didn't present it. The last bit of the group project just by themselves, and they got like a B on it, which is fine, but they definitely probably would have gotten an A if the spoiled kid did his part of the presentation and Gavin and his friend didn't have to do it last minute, but whatever, right? So that bit of the story is low-key just context to the spoiled kid because when things really get intense, when things really get crazy is right now. Because today they came into class, and this was a couple days after the group project, so Gavin and his friend are still pretty upset about the fact that the spoiled kid basically decided to dip on them and just, like, not do any of the work. They were pretty upset about that. But anyways, they're in class, and the teacher decides that, you know, he's going to have a very different type of presentation today, a very different type of, like, of, of school day, right? So normally, I, I think they're in, this is, like, a history class or English class or something like that, but today, the teacher, I think he read, like, some article about how bad, how bad TikTok was, and it inspired him that he was going to do an entire class segment just on how bad TikTok was. So they walk into class, and, you know, the spoiled kid sits down, Gavin sits down, everyone else in the class sits down, and the teacher starts to go on and say, so you guys might have this app called TikTok on your phone. I just want to say I need all of you guys to uninstall it right now. Which, first of all, 
I agree, TikTok is pretty sus, and the algorithms are definitely pretty malicious, in my opinion, and they definitely are just not, it's probably not good for you to be on TikTok too long. I've deleted that app like seven times. It's so easy to quit. I've quit 10 times. Ha ha ha, right? Uh, but yeah, no, this, but it's a little bit of a, in my opinion, it's a little bit of like an a step, uh, like stepping over the boundaries for the teacher to say, oh, take out your phones right now and delete TikTok. So like, I don't think any kids actually did that, but like they, they, the kids took this as an opportunity, uh, opportunity to go on like in their Instagram or their Snapchat for like a minute as to pretend that they're uninstalling TikTok. And then after they're all on their phones for a minute, pretending to uninstall TikTok, the teacher goes on to say, well, now you guys are probably wondering why I asked you to delete an app on your phone. Well, today's presentation will show you why. So the teacher goes on to show all these slides and whatever. He's like, oh, like there's like the government spying on you. The algorithm is like making you like addicted and depressed or something like that. Which, yeah, I will say that I found like the TikTok algorithm leaves me feeling kind of bad after I'm done watching TikTok for like 20 minutes. And I just have not found that same thing with the YouTube or any other social media, eh, other social media maybe, but like, I feel like YouTube, when I'm done watching a bunch of YouTube videos, I actually like feel a little better or the same. Uh, but for some reason, when I've, I'm done watching TikTok videos, I just feel drained and bad. So I, I don't know what's up with that. Maybe that's not a universal thing. That's just an experience. But anyways, he's, he's talking about how TikTok is bad, how TikTok's addictive, how TikTok is like the worst or whatever. And the spoiled kid, whose entire personality is the fact that he has 5,000 followers on TikTok, wasn't that big of a fan that this teacher was saying all this. In fact, he was big angry. He was big mad, right? The teacher was not happy, or the spoiled kid was not happy at all about this. So, you know, in the middle of this presentation, the spoiled kid literally stands up and, like, at this point, Gavin kind of looks over because he sees the kid in his peripheral vision stand up quickly. And he looks over. This kid is, sta is standing straight up. And, uh, you know, Gavin's like, bro, what is this kid about to do? Like, this is kind of weird. And the spoiled kid goes in and be like, you're wrong. Just saying, like, you're wrong in the middle of everything. So the teacher is in the middle of his presentation. And he kind of, like, looks up and looks around. And he sees Gavin, like, standing behind, like, standing up and saying, you're wrong, right? So he's like, oh, like, what? Like, wh like, what are you saying, Gavin? Like, first of all, like, don't interrupt me like that. But, like, what are you saying? And Gavin's like, TikTok is not bad for you. How could it be bad for you when I have 5,000 followers on there? Bro didn't even give a solid argument back. He literally just said, I have, he, he just wanted an opportunity to flex on everybody. He's like, how could TikTok be bad if I have 5,000 followers? Like, bro just wanted an opportunity to say, I have 5,000 followers, I swear. But anyways, the teacher goes on to say that, like, ah, no, I've read all these studies. Like, they keep you addicted on the site. The site is not good for you. Like, sure, it can be fun in moderation, but, like, most of you guys are definitely not on TikTok in moderation. Yeah, it was definitely kind of a boomer-y, like, presentation. I'm not going to lie. However, he still kind of has a point. I think it's a little bit weird for the teacher to be like, you shouldn't be on TikTok, and here's why. But at the same time, like, I don't know, he still kind of got a point. Like, it's not like the presentation's actually going to make any of these kids not go on TikTok. But it's also not super harmful. And the spoiled kid is taking it very, very, very seriously and personally. So, you know, the spoiled kid is like, you know, I think TikTok is great and you're full of rubbish. Like, I'm not addicted at all. I'm not addicted, not even the slightest. 
So when he hear when Gavin hears this, he's like, oh yeah, of course. The kid who says he can't, you know, he can't even do our classwork, right? He can't do the homework, right? He can't help out the group because he's too busy doing his like TikTok clips. Yeah, this kid is definitely not addicted, right? Oh, 100% no. He can definitely go without it. Of sarcasm, by the way. And uh, so the teacher goes on to say, okay, well, I got a challenge for you. And this challenge should be super easy for anyone who's not addicted, right? Go 24 hours without going on TikTok. And the spoiled kid, I, I would have thought that the spoiled kid would have been like, no, I need to make more content, right? But I think the spoiled kid was really just trying to own the teacher super hard. And the spoiled kid would probably go home and go on TikTok anyways when he gets back. So he just says, challenge accepted. I'm going to show you that I'm not addicted at all, and I'm going to own you. And, you know, the teacher's like, okay. So the spoiled kid sits back down. Teacher just goes back to their presentation. And the spoiled kid is sitting there all smugly. Like, he's sitting there with this smug little grin on his face. But literally, and I mean literally, two minutes, like 120 seconds. I don't mean like, ah, a little while later. I mean two minutes. Two minutes, right? Gavin looks over, and he sees the spoiled kid is on his phone. But the spoiled kid is not just on his phone. The spoiled kid is watching TikToks, bro. Like, the spoiled kid is watching TikTok videos. Like, this kid is straight up 100% addicted to TikTok, bro. Because he said, oh, yeah, I'm going to prove you wrong, Mr. Teacher. I'm not going to go on TikTok for a whole 24 hours. And literally two minutes after he says that, he's on TikTok in class, watching it, like, not at, like, no volume. He's not just, he just doesn't have the caption. He also has the volume up a little bit. Yeah. And that's when the teacher notices that the spoiled kid is on TikTok. If you made it this far into the video, uh, comment spoiled down below. That'll be the secret word of the day. I know it's not very secret. You guys can sometimes guess it, but I'm not trying to make these words too difficult, right? Or too obscure. And if you want to farm some hearts and try and become like top commenter or something cool, comment uh, uh, spoiled down below because I'll try and heart as many of those comments as possible. Also, if you want to support the channel, the best way you can do so is just by watching old videos in a really easy, after this one, of course, don't click off this video, but a very easy way to do that is to watch my storytime playlist. It has all my stories, and I linked in the pinned comment down below. So if you decide to support the channel by watching old videos, maybe via the playlist, let me know in the comment section down below if you're doing that, just so I can say thank you to you guys for supporting the channel, as I really, really do appreciate it. Anyways, let's get back to the story. So just a little recap. The teacher says the TikTok is bad. The spoiled kid says TikTok is not bad and that he is not addicted. The teacher then challenges the spoiled kid to not be on TikTok for 24 hours. That wouldn't be super hard for someone who isn't mega addicted to TikTok. And, you know, the spoiled kid smugly accepts the challenge. And within, literally, like, two minutes, the spoiled kid is back on TikTok, kind of proving the point of the teacher. And that's when the teacher sees that the spoiled kid is on his phone and sees that he's on TikTok. So the teacher literally stops his presentation. So the teacher was in the middle of a presentation talking about how TikTok is bad or whatever. And he just stops it. But the thing is, right, the spoiled kid does not even realize that the teacher has stopped his presentation because the spoiled kid is watching a TikTok video of, like, funny Fortnite moments number 7,426, right? And the teacher walks up to the spoiled kid. 
And the spoiled kid at this point is so like just, <laughs> he's just so deeply involved or is focused on his TikTok videos, the funny TikTok video he was watching or whatever, that he doesn't even realize that the teacher is standing right above him looking down. And the teacher did have like a bit of a smile on his face. Like the teacher probably was definitely gloating a little bit because he did. <laughs> I mean, bro, when this kid rudely interrupts your presentation and you challenge him that, oh, you can't be on, like you can't go without a day without TikTok. And he like proves your point in class two minutes later. It's like you seriously couldn't ask for anything better to prove your point. So after a second, this spoiled kid starts to like realize, like he just like gets a sense that someone's looking at him. He looks up, he sees the teacher, he quickly turns off his phone and puts it in his pocket. And the teacher's like, so you couldn't even go two minutes, man. And the spoiled kid's like, that wasn't TikTok. And the teacher's like, are you sure? It sure looked like TikTok. And the thing was, Gavin saw it and it was 100% TikTok. He saw the likes, he saw the scrolling, it was the videos, it was exactly 100% TikTok, right? And the kid's like, dude, no, it was my photo app. And the, the teacher's like, seriously? You were just looking at your photos? That explains why you were watching a video and you left a like on it and then scrolled to the next TikTok? And the kid's like, it doesn't matter. I'm still not addicted, bro. And like at this point, the teacher's like, okay, well, you did disprove my point like that. You couldn't even go two minutes without going on it, right? Like, and you also said that you wouldn't go on for 24 hours to prove your point. So I kind of feel like I disproved my point and you kind of just like conceded here. The spoiled kid did not like hearing this at all. He was not happy about this. He's like, it doesn't mean anything. In fact, it just means that it's really good. That's why I keep going back. And you know what? Do you have 5,000 followers on TikTok? I didn't think so. And the teacher was like, you know, like, that's cool that you have a thing going on there. I'm just saying the app itself isn't good. And the spoiled kid's like, I think you're just jealous of my 5,000 followers on TikTok. And the teacher's like, I like, you know, uh, like, congrats on that. But I'm also just not jealous because... I don't go on TikTok and I also wouldn't really care. And since I don't go on TikTok, why would I care about having some followers on there? Like that really doesn't make a lot of sense, but still congrats for you, but also the app is bad. And the spoiled kid was starting to get really angry. And the spoiled kid starts to threaten getting lawyers involved. I know that sounds like a pretty big logical leap, but the spoiled kid was getting so mad because he was, he was low-key getting owned in this conversation. I mean, when you say that, oh, I'm not going to go on TikTok for 24 hours, and then like two minutes later, you're on TikTok, right? And the teacher calls him out on it. He's like, so at this point, the spoiled kid's like, if you don't stop talking bad about TikTok, my employer, I'm going to get lawyers involved, and they're going to sue your butt off. And the teacher kind of looks at him and is just, like, super confused. He's like, what? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And the spoiled kid's like, it does make sense. And the teacher walks closer to him to kind of, like, continue the conversation. He's like, I'm just saying that, like, TikTok isn't good and it's keeping you addicted. And the spoiled kid's like, you don't know what you're talking about. And the spoiled kid, like, raises his fist, clocks it back, and then whoosh, swings on the teacher, makes connection with his face, boom. Or, like, I, sh I should get it. Boom. Ow. Okay, that kind of hurt, bro. But I, I had to do it for the YouTube video. I had to do it for you guys. Make sure to drop a like in the video for the pain I just went through. But anyways, right, um, so he makes contact with the teacher's face. And the thing is, right, you know, I don't think, I don't think the spoiled kid was like some 
crazy martial artist that's actually super good at this or something, or I, I, I don't know, like he's some, see some god at like fighting people. I think he just accidentally swung and got a really clean hit because the teacher literally fly. He, okay, he doesn't fly back, but he like falls backwards onto the ground. And at this point, the spoiled kid literally reaches in for another punch. Bro wasn't even doing one punch, he was doing multiple punch. And bro was really fighting the teacher to defend the honor, <laughs> to defend the honor of Fortnite? Or not, not Fortnite, of TikTok? TikTok isn't your mom, bro. Lay off this guy. Jeez. But anyways, right? So all the kids start to like, a bunch of kids rush up and they pull the TikTok guy back or the spoiled kid back. And some other people go over to the teacher to make sure he's okay. So the spoiled kid didn't knock out the teacher. He didn't like fully like get him like, or he actually might've knocked him out briefly, but he did knock the teacher down on the ground. The teacher gets up. He's like, like what did, did what I think just happen happen? And Gavin, because Gavin went over to the teacher to make sure he's okay. A bunch of other kids made sure the TikTok kid didn't swing again, or the spoiled kid didn't swing again. And, you know, the, the, Gavin's like, I, like, I barely believe it too, sir, but you're right. Like, what? Like, you did just get swung on, right? And at this point, the, the teacher's like, I, 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 I can't believe that. I can't believe that. Yeah, so the teacher is kind of just in complete shock and disbelief. Honestly, Gavin is, is kind of shocked, too, because it escalated really quickly. Like, in the beginning, like, the spoiled kid was definitely speaking out of line and definitely uh, being a little bit aggressive. But it escalated quickly to, I'm going to sue you, and then literally getting punched in the face, which is pretty ridiculous. But the teacher, once he kind of regained his senses and he wasn't as shocked, because, like, for a good minute, he, like, barely said anything, the teacher did, because he was just so flabbergasted by what happened. Because you don't expect your, your kid, like, a kid in your class to punch you in the face because you said, oh, big corporation bad. <laughs> it's not like his dad's the CEO of TikTok or something. Or it's not like he's birthed from TikTok's algorithm. His mother is not the algorithm algorithm of TikTok, bro. Like, come on, chill out. So eventually the teacher gets it together and is like, like, do you know what you just did? And like, looks at the spoiled kid. And you can tell right away that the spoiled kid is already regretting his actions. He's shying back. He's starting to like sweat a little bit. He looks super nervous, right? He definitely knows that he messed up big. And the spoiled kid's like, uh, it was an accident. I fell into you. And the teacher's like, that's not, like, the teacher's like, that's not true. That's not true at all. And, you know, the spoiled kid looks to everyone in the class and is like, guys, back me up. And the thing was, the spoiled kid has been acting super arrogant about his 5,000 followers on TikTok. And one thing's for sure was that Gavin and the guy, the other guy in the group with him, and, uh, you know, the spoiled kid, uh, Gavin and that guy were definitely not going to back the spoiled kid up because they already, like, they already saved him for not doing any work, which Gavin doesn't even know why they did. They honestly should have ratted him out, but they just didn't feel like doing all that, right? They're like, nah, that's just not worth it. But yeah, they're definitely not coming to his, his defense a second time. They're not backing him up again. And basically everyone else in the class had felt slighted in one way or another by the, by the spoiled kid and his like obsession with like, oh my God, I got 5,000 followers. That's why I'm a jerk to you. Oh my God, guys, I have 5,000 followers. That's why I'm ignoring you. Oh my God, guys, I have 5,000 followers on TikTok. That's why like I'm not, like I'm being such a jerk to you or whatever, right? So no one in the class really liked this kid or came to his defense at all. 
And uh, yeah, so the kid is kind of looking around very frantically, trying to find someone who's going to defend him. But everyone, first of all, no one's going to lie just to defend the spoiled kid. And also, the truth was the spoiled kid was the one who punched the teacher in the face. That's just reality. That's just what happened, bro. Like, that's just how it went down. Like, there's nothing you can really do about it. That's just how it went down. And the teacher knows what happens, too. So they're not going to be able to convince the teacher otherwise. So the teacher walks up to the spoiled kid, grabs him by the scruff of his collar, and is like, you are coming with me. So the rest of this is kind of like not from Gavin's perspective, because obviously Gavin did not go to the front office with them. However, Gavin heard news from like other people from like, I I don't know, like word got out pretty quickly. And this is just what Gavin heard. So I'm going to fill it in as if Gavin was like watching this from like, as if he was a fly on the wall. So the teacher's like dragging the spoiled kid down the hallway, right? And the spoiled kid's like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And the teacher's like, you're not going to convince me otherwise. I know what I saw. Like, and everyone else in that classroom can back me up. And the teacher had these little, had this like bruising. Like his teacher, the teacher's face was already bruising on one of the cheekbones. Like there was already evidence on this teacher's cheek as well as like, 20, 25, 30, I was going to say 50, but I think it's a little smaller, like 30 kids that are eyewitness accounts too. So the spoiled kid knows he's screwed at this point. They go to the front office and, you know, after a bit of questioning, I guess like the, the, the principal or whoever is the one who's like sitting there with the spoiled kid and the teacher is just kind of like, why? Like this, the, the, the principal just doesn't understand why the spoiled kid did it. And the spoiled kid's like, he was making fun of my like passion. And the teacher goes on to say, I was doing a presentation about why TikTok's algorithm is, like, dangerous. And he's like, no, he wasn't. He was saying that I was stupid. And the teacher's like, no. And I have, like, a bunch of kids in class that can say, that can attest that, like, I wasn't saying that. And the principal even says, even if the teacher was saying that you were stupid, which he shouldn't have done, but it doesn't look like he did. Let's say he did. That still doesn't give you the right to punch him in the face. Like, that's a very serious, you know, offense or whatever, right? So the spoiled kid kind of just takes the L. And while this might be shocking to some people, if you hit the teacher, you will get in trouble. And uh, yeah, the kid got like an entire week of in-school suspension, which is like, you know, normally when you're suspended and you go home, maybe your parents can be super strict, but maybe you can get away with just playing video games the whole time. No, with in-school suspension, you literally have to sit there in school doing nothing or maybe having to do your homework for like an entire week. So yeah, the uh, spoiled kid was also not able to post TikTok videos. They found his account and they basically said, if you post your in-school suspension will double or something, which is like, dang, they kind of ruined his TikTok career. That was kind of sarcastic. The TikTok career part. Bro got like 10 views per video, man. I, th- I think he can take a break. But yeah, moral of the story is don't punch your teacher over TikTok because TikTok Click on the video on screen mind. right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it, do it.